0: Hello, everybody. It's a freaky, freaky Friday episode of the podcast. And I know you've been thinking, why the hiatus? Um, I decided to go and just start a season free up. I was doing some game planning, trying to see what I could uh, change, make a little bit better for the uh, episodes. And I decided just to just go ahead and just take a little break off, take a little break off, and start a little season free up. So. Here it is, season three of the podcast. Start decided to start off with a Freaky Frankie Friday. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm going to keep doing Dude Where's My Killer, which is, I mean, that's going awesome right now. I'm, I'm loving it. You're going to love these next lineup of, of people I have to uh, do Freaky Freaky Friday for. Um, and I'm going to try to do it a little bit more better. Try to get a little bit more uh, clips of things inside the episode and things like that to make it a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more uh, it, it, uh, intriguing, a little bit more. Try to get it a little bit more uh, historically accurate. So you can see that, how historically accurate I am with it. Um, So stuff like that. Try to get a little bit more into the episodes, a little bit more. Um, Now, also got this fantasy football podcast going to start coming up. Uh, my league, uh, I was the champion last year of my league, so... I think I'm gonna title that podcast "Defending the Belt." So, um, so we're gonna have that new podcast show coming up. That's the fantasy football episodes. So when you see the "Defending the Belt" episode, those are for fantasy football. Um, so if you're not into into the fantasy football, probably stay away from those episodes. Um, Obviously, still gonna do Freaky Freaky Friday and Marley Mondays. I have a little bit more different uh things to those a little bit. So we're gonna have a. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be another year year of fun for sure. Uh, until I decide to go with a season four, and I think this season three is gonna be very well. I think I'm. I'm thinking I'm gonna upgrade a little bit, do a little bit more, try to do a little bit more to excite y'all a little bit. So that's why. I, that's why I decided to do a hiatus. Uh, but with all that said, let me get it to the, what the podcast uh this freaky freaky friday um so last week we it really was a a big festive week for nashville uh i it was pretty much a festival without being a festival it was an unofficial festival uh, had so many concerts here big time concerts i mean these are big time concerts uh you had it start off with Jay Z, Beyonce performing at the Vanderbilt Football Stadium, which was, I mean, you, I, I'm still surprised that that they could even pack, you know, get they decided to do the Vanderbilt Football Stadium. I understand what happened, and uh, I think it might have been some mismanagement issues in that regard, but they just. See Jay Z, Beyonce doing the Vanderbilt Football Stadium is pretty legendary for concerts. I mean, Vanderbilt Football Stadium. You had Pink Floyd play there, and I mean, Rolling Stones played there. You know, so Vanderbilt Football Stadium isn't a bad place for concerts. It's a very legendary place for concerts. But Jay Z, Beyonce, they could easily pack out the big house in in Ann Arbor. I mean, I, I, there's, there's, uh, Jay Z, Beyonce is one of the biggest names in music. History and for them just to do Vanderbilt football stadium was very intriguing to me, very intriguing. But uh, it, but it, I from all I've heard it was a great concert. I heard some people say it was one of the greatest concerts they ever been to. Uh, so you know it was one of those concerts that I wish I would have went to. Definitely, uh, it looked very uh, it looked very fun and intriguing when I saw the concert. So uh, I definitely am I definitely am happy about that day. Had Jay Z, Beyonce here, and that was uh, one that I think a lot of people were thrown off by. They're like Jay Z, Beyonce inside of Nashville, like, like yeah, with well, Music City, without just country music city. I think a lot of people get confused by that by that term and think, oh, Music City, they just like country music there. Like, no, everybody loves everything. You love everything music wise, but you kick off with Jay Z, Beyonce, you. Get down next to Keith Urban the next night, which was at the Bridgestone Arena, which is not a place I like for concerts. I don't like the Bridgestone Arena for concerts. I would like to have went to the Keith Urban show just to just say I experienced a a country a big country music concert. I don't never I don't know a Keith Urban song. Don't don't um. don't never I don't think I've ever heard of Keith Urbanson don't know if I have I could not recognize one if if you told me it but maybe if you played one for me I might recognize the song but um but I would like Ted went just to say that I've been to a country music concert seeing how it how the atmosphere is for a country music concert uh um, I'm going to try to do more things like that Just to experience it so I can talk about it on a podcast Tell you if it's a good idea for you to go to one uh, I wanted to go to a professional bull riding co- competition the other day Decided not to do it But I'm going to try to do things like that Just to tell you if it's if it's something that you should be intrigued by uh, I know a lot of people were were Definitely intrigued in a professional bull riding competition I mean, there's people There was a woman I met that literally t- roadies with them she goes to every bull riding. Um, she goes to bull riding uh, uh, competition, and she's been doing it ever since the nineties, the early nineties. She can name you bull riding champions from the eighties and seventies and all that stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, I can't tell you, I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell you uh, um, uh, the the ba- the NCAA basketball champion past. 2000, probably 2000, I don't know, I don't think, I don't think I can think of, I can think of a few of them, but as that, I can't tell you, like, the ninety six NBA champion, I think they might have been Kentucky Wildcats, but, um, and I, I mean, basketball, college basketball champion, but, you know, um, it's a treat that she could name the bull riding the bull in the heartbeat of the champions back in 1992, so that was pretty interesting, you know, um, uh, we get back to uh then um the next night you get Free Doors Down, which was crazy at the St. Amphitheater Theater. Which, you know, punk right, pop right pop rock band, um nineties punk rock band. So you get the the free doors down, uh right there at the Bridgestone Arena, the next that night. You also have Journey and Def Leppard, which is crazy insane. I mean, that's I mean you got Def Leppard, one of the best metal bands of all time. You have Journey, I uh, one of the greatest rock bands of all time, uh pop rock bands wise, you know, um it was pretty it was pretty intense the crowd down there. Um you also have a Pokémon World Championship happening at the um, Music City Center at the same time. And I uh, I seen pictures of that Pokémon World Championship. Um it is huge, that Pokemon World Championship. Uh, they wound up making it look like Broadway with all the honky Tongs and had a honky-tonk row and all that stuff inside there. That like, featured Pokemon featured Pokemon theme Broadway, which was, I mean, that's pretty intense and insane. You know, you just see, you know, Pikachu hanging out inside of Tootsie's Working Lounge or something like that, you know. So it was pretty great to see this, like, this Pokemon Championship. I wish I definitely could have went to that one for sure. Um, then you get the main event i would have to say taylor swift happening at the nissan stadium yes we had t swizzy here um i'm not gonna diss taylor swift i don't i don't understand i don't i don't i don't understand her i don't understand the session with her but at the same time p- uh, people don't understand my obsession with the class so you know uh, we'll just go to say differences of differences, you know. Uh, so, you know, I don't understand people's obsession with her. I don't think any of her music will be endless. I don't think that it, it, any of her music, I don't think she's ever made a song that I would say will, will last through history. So I'm just in obsession with her. I, I can't think of a song that she made. And I'm, I mean, I listen to her music. I listen to a few songs from her. But I don't think she's ever made a song that I would say that, you know, will. 20 years down the road people are going to be like oh man i love this song you know so i don't think it but you know there's a lot of, there's a lot of artists that have had big time careers that i don't think have songs that made it past you know made it 20 years down the road you know so um with all that said uh oh we also had garth brooks at the grand Ole opry which was which is big which is huge for people because uh Just people seeing Garth Brooks play is always a big thing. Uh, Garth Brooks, you know, big-time country music artist, uh, loves the city of Nashville, uh, stays here in the city of Nashville. And uh, I think just people being able to see him play, just knowing that he still plays, you know, still to this day, I think that was a big time to see him uh, play and do that. So I think that was really helpful for the city of Nashville as well. Garth Brooks just performing at the Grand Ole Opry. So like I said, it was a big festival, a festive weekend. I mean, even though it wasn't a, it was an unofficial festival. I mean, this pretty much could say that was a Nashville festival. This this whole entire past weekend, so uh, it was pretty big, and I'm very happy for it. That everything went out, came out well, uh, and yeah, it just seemed like everybody pretty much had a fun time. I didn't hear any complaints about it from. Anybody saying that all oh, those con one of these concerts sucked or you know anything like that? So I say like it all went out well. Um, now I need to talk about the New York Jets once again. Now football season is coming, approach it uh, again. I gotta tell everybody, I'm gonna have a fantasy football podcast this year. I wonder, I won a championship in my league, so I'm gonna call it Defending the Belt. And it's gonna be really huge. Uh, I'm really gonna do some work into this podcast, uh, talking about fantasy football, talking about my league in Pacific wise. So, uh, if you, so if you're into fantasy football, if you're intrigued by updates on my league and what's happening in my league, then catch those episodes of the Defending the Belt. That is gonna be the night. That is gonna be the title of the episodes of this series of that podcast series right there, my fantasy football series. So, defending the belt, look out for it. I'm gonna most likely start off with an episode coming up, maybe tomorrow. Um, we have a draft coming in tonight, so I might start just just doing a like a prediction draft tomorrow, maybe. Let's see, maybe I might hold out for Sunday, try to have at least, uh, try to lease it every Sunday, try to um, do it kind of like a football season, try to release an episode every Sunday, something like that. But uh, but with that said, uh, this is, a, it is just a really uh idea. Ah, the Jets are just really, really, uh, I mean, I understand what they, I understand the Jets. I understand some of the stuff they do. It's understandable. But it's just not smart. Just not smart. Uh, what I'm pissed off about the, the Jets today is that uh, we just traded Teddy Bridgewater, who looked to be in. Teddy Bridgewater has never been a bad quarterback. He's never been awful of quarterback. Best thing is that he's been in this league. He came in this, he came in the league very very young, very very young, and he's still a young guy. He's only been in the league for what three seasons. He tore he tore it he tore he broke his leg last season, so he couldn't play all last season. Came back this season and looked very well in the playoffs. Looked very well. Then he looked like a he looked like a for sure starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he looked better than half the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. And you go, oh, the Jets finally could pick up a free agent, really great quarterback. And then they do the thing of, and again, I understand it. They draft Sam Donald with a huge, with a high pick. I think you could have probably got something i think instead of drafting sam donald, i think they could have believed in teddy bridgewater they got a young quarterback that looks really good. i think he could have got a really good running back uh receivers want that was what that greeted this draft, so i understand you couldn't go receiver uh i think he could have really got a really good running back there was a lot of really great running backs in this draft um they could have got a really great running back with that high pick i think he could have Got something to re- a really good playmaker on the team. I understand you drafted. I understand why you drafted Sam Donald. You didn't know it. Teddy Bridgewater was still an X factor. There's some people can't come back from injuries. Some people can't come back from injuries. I understand that, but at the same time, I think it should have been some belief in Teddy Bridgewater, and they should have decided to get another, And should have decided to use that pick to get something. Get that a key piece to the Jets, but instead they decided to go Sam Donald, and Sam Donald's looked great during the play. It was good, great during the preseason. But the thing is, it is the preseason. There's nobody going intensely at you. There aren't people that's getting paid. And there aren't people that's getting incentive for the preseason. Now. It's going to be different when you're playing against the Buffalo Bills and they're already out of playoffs and the defense ends two sacks away from getting an extra $200,000 on this check on his check for the, for the curry season, you, you know, there's a difference with that guy's like, okay, if I can get me another sack, I get me, I get me another two sacks. I get me $200,000. You know, I can, I can go, I can go to Bali for, I can go to Bali during this off season and hang out for, for a month, you know, or something like that, you know? So it's a difference when there's a guy that's just hungry and, and, and wants to hurt you wants to hit you. It's bad. It hits you bad. It's besides the preseason where everybody's pretty much just relaxing, laying back. They, you they know, they're going. They're going the show that they still have. You know, they still can play, but they're not for to get the all. They're not for to get it all. It's not. It's not. It's the preseason. It's not the regular season. Nobody's going there trying to get it all, getting risking themselves, getting really, f- truly injured, and then they're not going to make any money this season. You know, so I mean. You just, I mean, the Jets just now did a choice where they just pretty much said that we believe in Sam Donald. We believe that he's NFL quarterback. We're just going to throw him out there. <laughs> we're going to throw him out there to the Wolves, you know, and believe that he's ready to play. You know, one of the youngest quarterbacks to ever start in NFL history. The youngest quarterback to ever start in NFL history, actually. And we believe that he's ready to just go out there and play. You know, you go know, out there and just throw the ball around, and I just don't, I don't understand it. I hope it works. I hope it works out. I hope it works out for the for the Jets because I really want, I really would love to to see the Jets finally do something. I would love to finally see the Jets do something, but I mean the the office front office mismanagement is just, I think it's just the poorest. Front office, I've, I think I've ever seen. I think it's just so much mismanagement comes from comes from this front office, and I'm just just so don't fit. It's just so It gets to the point where it's kind of like oh, I'm on my last, I'm on my last hope here. I'm on my last just dream of just seeing the Jets ever do anything, anything, anything. And oh, man, what we're gonna see it. Might pan out well for us. Uh, I believe it's Sam Darnold. I believe it's Sam Darnold. I'm, Sam Darnold. I'm just going to go ahead and say I believe it's Sam Darnold. He he looked good this preseason. Um, he looked good in, at USC. He never looked awful. He had, he had some bad games, for sure. But he never looked to the point where it was. He always looked like he had a good arm. He looked like his decision-making was the bad part. Which decision-making, coaching should be able to change that. Coaching should be able to t- tell you where to go to at this at some point in time. So I think so decision makers should go better. That's the great thing about it is that he looks like he has all the skill was. He has the mobility for sure. He's a very really good mobile quarterback. He has the arm for sure. He has the stature where he's up. I think he's around that six four, two hundred and like forty, fifty pound range. Like he's a he's a really big Buff guy. So he has all the features. The only feature he doesn't have right now have back in the college. back in his college days were, were the decision making. He threw some interceptions where it was kind of J. Colour ass interceptions. Where he's trying to fit a ball, Brent Far J. Cut ass interceptions. And the great thing is that when it came to Brent Far it <laughs> it was touched out, it was touched out interception, but most of the time, he got his team to go, he got two rings. He got a ring out of it. He got a ring out of it, you know. He, he, he you know, most of the time, it worked out very well for him. The thing about, the thing about Jake, but if it's Jake Cutler, <laughs> best he does is make it to the playoffs, you know, so. We'll see what happens, but hopefully he's not G Cutler or Brett Favre. He's just Sam Donald. Hopefully that's it. He's just Sam Donald. And. And I don't have a problem with Sam Donald being Sam Donald. Uh, But let me get off from that and talk about my other favorite team, the University of Michigan, who has been uh, Jim Harbaugh, has been going under fire. Shots have been fired at Jim Harbaugh by I mean, everybody in college football. I mean, everybody's calling him this overrated, this, dad, this, and that. I'm just sitting here like, like, What's his intensity? He's on the hot seat. He's gonna get fired. And I'm just saying, thinking of where does this intensity come from? Hey, they like, oh, well, he hasn't beat Michigan State. He hasn't beat Ohio State, but he's beat everybody else. He's beat everybody else. He's beat pretty big teams. pretty good teams badly. Now, I would say the thing is that he has a pretty bad bowl record. To go with to go with to have it beat Michigan State, and Ohio State, he hasn't really won a, he hasn't really won a bowl game. He's been there. I think he's won one, but that's about it. I mean, hey, the Michigan State thing is, is the one thing that kind of, kind of hurts him, I think, a little bit. Uh, Again, it's two losses. His three losses, two of them were just, to just, just, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't recreate those losses. I mean, the Michigan State loss last year was just was just literally just no quarterback. It was literally just you don't have a quarterback. And then two years before that, I mean, the guy had won. I mean, Jim Harbaugh won the game. It was the one game. You can't you can't you can't murder him for it because a punter because a punter did the dumbest thing a punter could ever do. You can't murder him for that. You can't you can't go out here and be like, oh, I'll fire you because your punter did because your punter did the most insane thing a punter can ever do. You know, so I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that. You know, the Michigan State that you know Michigan State losses kill should kill should get him automatically fired. Um, the Ohio State losses. Uh, the I mean he should have beat them that he should have beat them with the JT Barrett's was short year. That should have been a, it. Should have been a win for him right there. Um, past that, uh, last year was a tough one for sure. Uh, uh, the first year was uh, the Zeke Elliott, and he wasn't gonna. We wasn't gonna be Ezekiel Elliott that year. I mean, God, he was. this was his first year. He wasn't gonna beat Ohio State. You know, he was lucky enough to be able to almost beat Michigan State. You know, and you know, I. Yeah, he was going to be the Ohio State. Um, last year, Ohio State was stacked. Ohio State was was said to be the best team in the NFL. You know, been in college football, and you know uh, he, came, uh, he came, he came close. He could, you know, again he, he did, we didn't have a quarterback, and that was the biggest. That's the biggest. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing that's hurt him. His. Defense has been amazing. His defense has been amazing. His, me, this defense has grown a, a, so much better than him. You know, the office has just been a part where it's kind of been like, uh, it's kind of been like, uh, are we going to see? When are we going to see a playmaker of this office? Are we going to see an official? Just are we going to get Ezekiel? Are we going to get a person that is a first round? A first round draft pick, on the offensive side of the ball. That's the thing is that we have not had that. We have not had that. We we're getting we. The thing is we're getting some of the best talent in high school. It's just that they're not growing to the pro level. They're not just. I mean, we had some people that's been injured. We had one of the top, one of the top wide receivers has broken his foot now two years in a row now. Um, you know, we had, so we are supposed to have a guy that stretched the field wide receiver-wise that's broken his foot twice, that looked very talented in the one game he did play. Well, two games he did play, he looked talented. Um, we, we had, we got, we got one of the best running backs in the league who just couldn't grades-wise, uh, grades-wise, uh, um, just pretty much anything wise could not touch the field, and then we, and know, we got this guy Chris. Epp, we got Chris Evans, and we have uh, Kieran Higdon. Those were all just free star, free star players, and they're the best backs on the team. And they was all, there was well free stars. Nobody was really recruiting them, you know. <laughs> so, so I mean, we can't. So I mean, we don't really have the talent offensive wise defense-wise, we're very talented. And I think that's... And, that, and that's why I say we got to... That's why I say it's a no-brainer that Harbaugh is not in the hot seat to me. Because, I mean, look. If you look at Michigan four years ago, where we were getting destroyed by Wisconsin. We were losing to Iowa. We was losing Iowa. I know you're saying, oh, well, you lost to Iowa in Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, but we was losing to Iowa, and it was... And it was an actual. It wasn't an upset loss. It was literally we was just so sorry that Iowa could beat us. <laughs> you know, it was we was losing to them. We was having struggles against Indiana. We was, you know, we was losing. We was losing and struggling with teams. There was never a game that Michigan came in and was like, oh, they're they're gonna be a twenty-one point. Uh, they're gonna be a twenty-one point. Uh, you know, for sure we got them plus twenty-one in this game, you know, or something like that, you know. And now it's that, you no, know, we blow out teams. We blow out, he blows out the teams. He beats the heck out of the sorry teams. Now he struggles now he struggles, yes, he struggles with the big teams and that's what you're gonna do. He doesn't like, he doesn't get the ta- he it's he doesn't get the talent that Nick Saban gets. He doesn't get the talent that, that these other programs get. His team's in Michigan. His team's not in Alabama. His team's not in Florida. His team's not in Georgia. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a whole team full of hungry Georgia boys. Or a whole team full of hungry Florida boys. You no, know, you gotta get. You're gonna get p- bits and pieces from Florida. You might get the best. You might get the best prospect from Georgia. You know he's gotten the best prospect from Georgia. Yes, but your team, your core, of your team is gonna be. It's gonna be Michigan. is gonna be Michigan, Northwestern guys, and Michigan, Ohio m- might stretch to Pennsylvania type guys. You know, uh, which is good. Good football. Don't get me wrong. There's good football played in all those places as well. But your guys not gonna be. You, these guys are. These guys. You're not gonna get the. You're not gonna get the best. of best. And the best football is played in the South. Cause people actually, cause cause it's pe- cause it's, a, cause it's a, just it's just more intense. It's more intense. It's more what you grow up to in the south. In north, you grow up to more different things. You grow up to, you know, uh, you grow up in different aspects. You 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 have different sports that get played. So you might get kids that get should be football players, but it wind up being a. Uh, ice. It might be an ice, but he winds up being an ice hockey player. Or, you know, he winds up being a college wrestler. Or he winds up being a you know, he winds up being a cross player, so like that. You know, got kids that might that that could be good football players, but they don't wind up playing football because they're in, too intrigued into another sport. You know, but you got in the south, pretty much people are just taught football. They don't they're not taught any other sport. You taught football, baseball, basketball. That's the free sports you're taught. If if you go if you find another sport, that is you reaching out. Somebody reached out to you, you're reaching out, you've intrigued to it, you know. You don't have that stuff. You don't have that you don't have the the broad aspects of sports in the South as you do in the north. So I mean, he's so he's getting some great players, but he has he, got he's not getting Alabama. He's not he's got getting Alabama. He's not getting he's not he doesn't have a great running back after great running back and your first Street running backs is the number one running back in the class of last year. Your backup quarterbacks the number one quarterback of the class of debt last year. You know, your wide receiver is the number one wide receiver in the class of last year. Your backup offensive tackle is the number one, you know, all this other sort of stuff. You know, he's not his backups aren't number one, are number one prospects. His backups are good people, are good prospects, are good, really good people. But again our running back's a free-star running back. Our top two running backs are free-star running backs. So, I mean, yes. Gig talent. We luckily got this Shea Patterson kid. Hopefully, he's going to wind up being a great quarterback for Michigan. But, again, this weekend will tell. We've got Notre Dame. Michigan's going against Notre Dame. We'll see how it goes. I believe that Michigan is going to be a standing year for Michigan. But we we'll have to see it. We have to see it first to believe it. But past that, I really, really believe in Michigan. I really, really believe in Jim Harbaugh. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. I think he's doing a great job at Michigan. So I don't understand the hot seats talk. I don't really get it. But again, everybody has their own opinion. Now, what I want to close out with is uh, a talk of. Um What happened this past weekend with the uh, incident that happened in Jacksonville at the Madden 2019 tournament? Um, Yes. Uh, If you don't know what happened, a guy lost the Madden game and decided to kill four people before getting killed by police officers himself. So it's one of those things where I try to tell people, Look, I don't want to even get to the gun debate because it's never going to go anywhere. Because again, it's where capitalism is is pretty much hidden communism. It's Pretty much where the uh, where we get logistics, where logistics comes to play, and we kind of we kind of hear the word capitalism and we go, "Oh man." Capitalism, uh, capitalism is awesome. Communism is bad, but then you kind of, if you look into the deep core of it, it's actually pretty much the exact same thing, and that's what's happening here. Is you know, uh, you can't really because you get to the gun debate, and the thing is, the gun debate doesn't lead anywhere. Lead anywhere, because again, what you're say, oh, com- communism is what, the evil people control everything. Well. That's in the gun debate, that's all it is. The top people control the control this. This that's the reason why guns will never be illegal or guns that's because the, the top people control it and they make people believe that oh that that if you have a gun you're more safe. That if you have a gun you can defend yourself. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Nobody's nobody's thinking that they're gonna get killed at a at a they're gonna get shot at a Madden tournament. Nobody's thinking that. So if you have a gun on you, a guy walks up to you and has his gun drawn first, you're dead, no matter what. doesn't matter if your gun's full, if you've got a full AK t- strapped to your chest, to your chest, and all you know, this other stuff. If a person walks up to you with a twenty two and you're and you playing Madden, you're fucking dead. It doesn't matter. So that's what a gun debate, it just, it's just, uh, It's just that I don't even want to debate. The biggest thing I want to debate here is just the mental. Is the mental part of it? Um, said he was in a mental hospital for. He's in a mental hospital before, and and the thing is, you hear stuff in a lot of different podcasts I listen to. Do it. Listen to do it too when I'm researching for murder and things like that. They talk about how these people that murdered people were actually locked up in mental hospitals and then, for some reason, they was let go. And they try to blame it on their parents, try to blame it on the, on you know, uh, on the hosp on the doctors at the hospital for letting them go. But the thing is, it's the healthcare system that sucks. Um. Parents and I. The reason why I notice is because I've had a lot of friends that had and uh, people that I know have had to check into mental hospitals or things like that for for snapping at times and things like that. And the uh, thing is that mental hospitals they are expensive. Are expensive. Mental mental care is expensive. It's a very expensive. Uh, it's very expensive, and uh, people can't afford it. People can't afford this. Stay inside of a room in a mental hospital for a month, for a month, or two months, or three months. You know, uh, doctor bills, those those bills pay stack up, and you wind up having to pay, you know, thirty, sixty thousand dollars, in just mental mental bills alone. You know, you know, so uh, you know, uh that's, so you can't really blame the parents because they can't, cause they can't, they can't afford it. You know, you if you're in a mental hospital, you try to. Get work afterwards, you know. You gotta, you go know, to look at your background check and look at all that stuff. You see, they see it. You just checked in a mental hospital. You're not gonna get a job from that. Not gonna get a job some, if if a background check comes up and says you was in a mental hospital. You know, so you, you know, so then you stack up these bills that you can't pay off because you can't get a good enough job to pay it off the bills. Um. Um. Then, you, then I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, the system, this, this what capitalism just crushes you. It crushes you because, you, because you, cause you need to help. You need to, you need to be checked in a check to the mental hospital. You might, you might need to talk to somebody for at least a month. Hang out, just get away from society for a month. The thing is, you can't do that. You can't even really get away from society unless you live it out in the woods. It, they can't really do that because everything costs money and you can't, you just, it's just that it's just a, it's just this is where capitalism fails at, where you have these outliers, where you have these people that are sick and need help and all these things and the money just is gonna. and the money is just not there to help you out with it and it's just one of those things where This kid, uh, and a lot of these kids, that you go, oh man, if he just would've got help, if he just could've stayed in that mental hospital longer, and all this other stuff, and he just like, it's just to the point where it's like, you can't stay in the hospital. He could have stayed in the mental hospital longer. He would've been, he would've been such a controllable debt that it would've just drove him back to even more depressing and more mental instability. So, it's just one of those things where it's kind of like it's it's one of those things where it's outlined It's just kind of like it, you got to have a better system in place for for mentally disabled people. You have to have a better system in place for people that are really suffering from diseases that really need help. You cannot just you cannot just say, "Oh well, if you need help, you better have the money to need help. If you don't have the money, to need help then." sucks you just got to live in society and when you get a gun and decide to shoot up four people um that's your fault that's your that's just totally your fault and i'm not placing and i'm not trying to say i don't place any blame on a guy at all that guy is fucked up that is fucked up person for definitely doing that 100 he's definitely uh is definitely awful thing he did and he does not get any, he's not an innocent. He's not an innocent at all for any of that stuff. But the thing is that, that it's just this all could have been fully avoided if if it was just a way to just put keep him in a mental hospital and have it where he had to get the help. He had to get the help he needed. It's just not that old. We can diagnose, we can diagnose you. Pretty much that's all they do is diagnose. If you go to a mental hospital, Pretty much, they they take about a few days to actually just check you out and diagnose you with what you actually suffer from, and they'll tell you, look, this is what you suffer from. If it's not something like, you know, full-blown schizophrenia or something like that, then they'll just let you go They'll be like, you can live in society with this, but just know you have this. You know, that's pretty much what they do. But, uh... I mean it's just one of those things where they pretty much they tell you what's what is wrong with you and they just say, Look, you have this, uh you can live in society with it. If you want to, you can stay here. We might can cure you of it, we might we might can help you with it, you know, and you know it's all this other stuff. But that's pretty much what they do in uh for, and pretty much I mean most people just go out. Well, well, I just go in society and live with it. I'll just go in society and live with depression and you know and all this other sort of stuff. And you know, all these other mentally ill diseases that uh ultimately cause people to snap w- more ferociously than than people already do. Everybody snaps. Uh and everybody snaps. I've seen everybody snap. I've seen so many people in my life that did not that don't suffer from mental diseases at all had their breakdown moment where they just went, fuck, I hate fucking life. But I hate this fucking person. I wish I could punch this person in the face and all this other stuff, you know. So, you know, everybody's had that moment in their life where they pretty much just snapped it and, they, and, they, and it was almost uncontrollably something they did They did something, you know. So, everybody's had that moment. Uh, the thing is that when you suffer from mental disease, yeah, your your snap is more ferocious than a person just just being upset and just waiting on a person because they, they don't like how you talk to them. No, no, so like that, you know? So, um, uh, I'm unhappy. Uh, um, so I just really, just really, just really just hope that there could be a, just a change in the healthcare aspect. I just hope that this doesn't turn into another gun debate. Uh the gun debate issue because the gun debate issue is never going to get solved. Because, again, it's, you know, I I'll, I'll call it hidden hitting, hitting capitalism, uh, communism. There's people that control, there's people that control this, they control things. And it's not control like communism where, you know, where it's a limited supply of what you can get, you got limited supply of guns. It's more control of of, oh, we're going to have you buy more. It's honest. it's the opposite. It's more, much more, get more, get more. So you would be safer be safer. If you have an AK at a bazooka in your home and, you know, and a Glock 45 and a 22 just to play around with and stuff like that, then you're pretty safe. But the thing is, if a person comes in your house and you don't know, and you don't know a person's in your house and he's been stalking you, if Richard Maris comes in your house, you're dead regardless. You're dead regardless. You're not. You're not. You know, it doesn't matter how many guns you have on you. If Richard Mears, if Richard Mears comes back to life and and is the night stalker again and comes in your house, you're dead. You know. You know. This this there's not too many instances where you're gonna where you're gonna kill off somebody that's that has the one up on you. You know. So it's one of those things where I'm just I'm just a hundred percent just. Just wish that the world could just be a little bit better in some regards, but at the end of the day, it's it's not the worst. It's, this is not the worst society, and I love I love the American society. Don't have problem with the American side at all. It's just some things that that I wish could just be changed that are not changed. But uh, with that said. Uh, I guess I did finish off this episode of the podcast. Uh, I think we had some good, co- I think I had a good little talk today on some topics. And uh, again, I'm just happy to start with the season three of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to see what I can do about the fantasy football uh, episode. If I'm going like to to do that tomorrow, or I might just release it on Sunday. I'm trying to think of which one I'm going to do. Um, do where's my killer episode possibly could come out this weekend Uh, I'm thinking about just move trying to just change it the next weekend just because I want to do one that I really want to give justice to uh it's one that I just really really want to give justice to I think this is a it's one that uh I started looking into it and I thought it might just be a little bit of a oh I could just do this real quickly and and uh, it'd be really fun to do but then I started looking into it and being like you know what I need to stop doing these things quickly. These things should be something night. Actually, uh, I actually just really, really get intrigued by, and really, really, really want to just dig deep into it. So, I'm gonna really try to dig deep into this one. Try to make it as uh, factual and and just fun as possible. And oh, man. I think this is gonna be a. I think that uh, I'm trying to make the do where my killer is, but do where's my killer just so much more, uh you know, even more intense than it is already, and I think it's pretty intense already. But I'm trying to make it as more intense and factual as I possibly can. So with that said, uh, I'm ready to get on with season of the podcast, and I'm ready just to keep on going on. I I have, have a great time out there, and uh. Just uh, remember. To have a great time out there and be safe. He's out.